Welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's Garbage People and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Hi, baby. Hi, how are you? I'm doing okay. I had some weird, had a weird dentist experience this week. Oh, what what happened? Well, so I was looking at my insurance to find a dentist because I don't have one because I didn't have insurance for a long time. So finally, I find a dentist who's like close to me, half a mile away. And I'm like, fuck yeah, because we have that one car life over here. And he's got five stars and I'm great. So I call, leave a message. It's immediately estranged. Like the the answering machine just kind of was weird. But I was like, you know what? No big deal. I'm just going to like, I don't, I just got a vibe. I got a call like two days later from a woman like yelling, being like, do you want to make a dentist appointment? And I said, yeah. So I get my, <laughs> that was aggressive, but I'm still letting it go and it's fine. So finally I'm running late and my partner drops me off to the dentist and I'm like, oh wow, like there's four or five dental offices all next to each other on this like stretch of road which i'm like shit i didn't realize i was like oh is it that one? Oh no it's this one there no it's this one like google keeps going finally the one it is of all five of these dental offices it is like the worst looking one mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. of course i'm like fuck all these other places look pristine dental places and then there's just just this one fucking crab shack of a dentist i was like fuck okay well this guy's got five stars. It's fine. So I go inside. Okay. This feels normal. And I have an encounter with like the aggressive receptionist whose mask is like on her chin. And I'm like, okay. And then I get, I see the do- the dentist who's not wearing a mask at all. I'm like, fuck me. And, but again, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the other side of some plexiglass. Like maybe they're cool. Like it's whatever. And then I noticed like that the questionnaire is asking me, what's your social security number? Like all kinds of weird questions. So I like skip those and I'm like, fuck. And I'm texting Taylor and I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. And then, you know, she calls me back and I'm in the chair and Taylor texts me and he's like, you know, you can leave if you're uncomfortable, which as if I would ever leave like in, the, in the embarrassing. In yeah. theory, of course, but you're not going to leave the chair. No, I mean, the embarrassment of that is worse than botched dental work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could, it's just absolutely not an option. So I'm sitting there, uh, the dentist finally arrives. I mean, he's really, all of a sudden this aggressive, like receptionist becomes quirky. He's very quirky. The whole thing, I'm, is this cool or is this a little too much quirk for a dentist moment and so finally he's like well I need an hour I need an hour for what you need and I was like okay he's like you gotta come back and I was like what so my whole appointment was like 10 minutes and I was like I told you guys I had a cavity on the phone you only booked me for like 15 minutes like I don't get it and so I made an appointment to go back and then like today I just canceled it. I don't know. I just woke up this morning. I was like, I don't want to go back there. No, you got to trust your gut on that one. Yeah. Like they didn't do anything wrong, but I was like so skeeved out by the whole thing. Like there was just too many weird, like I tried to talk myself back into it. I was like, no, they were nice. You know what? No, no, can't do it. So Mm. (sighs) anyways, boy. Yeah. How are you? (laughs) 
I'm I'm good. I had a a social situation pan out positively, but okay. it could have gone so negatively. Oh wow. So I went to Austria Pizza Mosa Delicious. on on Valentine's Day with my love. Psychotic, but okay. And we were on the outside tables, so I felt, you know, safe. Mm-hmm. And there was this older couple seated across from us. And the the woman in the couple, she kind of said, oh, that looks nice. So we, we'd had a, a tiny exchange. So there was a, a tiny window open between us. Okay. And so, so there was, there was a bridge of communication and we can, you know, you're, you're packed in tightly so you can hear communicate, you can hear conversations. Okay. And so we were about to pay our bill and they're about to pay their bill. And the husband, I assume says, you'll have to pay this because I, I can't use my credit card because I'm locked, you know, like he, he says something along the lines of like, I can't use my credit card because, uh, you know, you know, he says something and I took a huge swing and I said, are your enemies, are they after you? It's what I thought. (laughs) So if you're not familiar, that is the line that the Tinder swindler would use with his girlfriend. They're familiar. And- if they're listening to us, they're okay. familiar. Okay. So that's what he would tell his paramours that his enemies are after him. That's why he needed to, to use other people's credit cards. And so the guy laughed his, like, he was like, yes, yo, you've watched the documentary. What did you think? You know, he instantly clicked with me and we laughed, we all laughed and had, you know, we were talking about it. And <laughs> he's like, what else are you watching? What, sh- what else should I watch on Netflix? You know, you know, it was like, oh, sweet. Oh, it was like so sweet. But he, I mean, he seemed like he was a player in Hollywood. Like he was talking about producing movies of Meryl Streep and documentary. Like, oh, wow. He seemed like he was a big time somebody. And so, you know, 25 years ago, that would have made me a movie star. I would have been plucked plucked from the you know from dinner and I for your gumption for my gumption for having the chutzpah to to talk to somebody like that but uh yeah it was a huge social swing and I was like please pay off yeah because had he not known you would have sounded like sarcastic and insane what are your enemies after you yes excuse me and we hadn't gotten like the we hadn't gotten the clear to you know like we were waiting on the bill to come back so it would have been time spent at the table it's not like we were clear to go so (laughs) but it worked out it worked out and it was beautiful but sometimes when i'm in places that are too tightly cramped like that and you can hear everybody else's conversations i feel less inclined to have one of my own because it's too distracting I, I, my ADD was bouncing off the walls. Yeah. 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 Why, why are you trash? I will do just about anything to avoid signing petitions out in Mm. the world. Mm -hmm. I look, if you're out collecting signatures, there's a good chance you're a better person than me because you know, I'm, we're out of Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, all these fucking places, whatever, you know, collecting money for people who need it and blah, blah, blah. But, oh man, like I, when I see them out in front of places, like I'll park my car in different spots to, I don't have to walk past them or <laughs> I, <laughs> I do everything. So today I went to Trader Joe's and there's a guy who's like set up, he's got a whole fucking table 
And last time that I was there, he was there too. And he asked me, do you have a minute for clean air? And I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you to clean air. Like, I love clean air, but no guy. So this time I was like, fool me twice or fool me twice. Shame on me or whatever. Right. But I thought maybe like I saw he was distracted with someone. So I was like, I'm going to just like fucking power sneak in. You're going to sneak in. Yeah. So as I'm power walking over there, the woman that he's finishing up with leaves like, fuck. And he was like, do you have a minute to raise the nat- or the minimum wage? And I was like, no, thank you. Which like, fuck, I would love to raise the minimum wage, but no. And so on the way out, I was like, you're not going to get me this time, motherfucker. So I pull my phone out and put it to my ear and just start having a fake conversation. <laughs> no, you did not. I d- and you know who I was talking to? Who? You. <gasps> Thank you. You thought of me for fake conversation because I knew how shitty and trashy I was being. So I was like, <laughs> hey, girl. Yeah, no, I'm probably going to talk about this today on the pod. I don't know. I feel like what I'm doing right now is really shitty and trashy. So I was able to get past him because I was on the phone. But I noticed that there was someone behind me who was trying to zoom, like who was doing the power walk method to get past this guy. And so he was, you know, in my flanks the whole time. So I had to carry on this conversation to my car. Oh yeah. I had someone on my wings. <laughs> yeah. You were doing the work for two. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I can't just walk past this petition guy and then put my phone away and not end the conversation. So I literally was like, uh-huh. Yeah. I'll bring lunch. Okay. Love you. Bye. <laughs> and I was taking, I was taking adequate pauses. I was doing <laughs> some really good acting to just not have to fucking give a minute to raise the minimum wage. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it. Leave me alone. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are you trash? Well, I, I was at an outdoor restaurant. Uh-huh. Like open air, there's trees above me. Okay. And I'm sitting there and I don't know where it came from. It could have come from above. It could have come from below. Okay. But I noticed on the table, there was a bug Mm -hmm. that started crawling on the table and I didn't want Winston to see it and... (laughs) leave the restaurant because I was enjoying myself. So I just quietly squashed the bug before it got to my plate because that's where it was headed. And I just squashed the bug in my napkin and then continued to eat. There are probably bugs flanking me. There's probably bugs coming from above. There's probably bugs below us because we're outdoors. Uh, there's trees everywhere. There's stray cats in the restaurant. You know what I mean? Was like, this still is- Moza? No. Not I was like, damn, their outdoor patio sounds nuts. The cats. <laughs> no, this is a, like an outdoor restaurant in Mexico. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. <laughs> Stray cats. I'm just going to squash this bug. Hope Winston didn't see it and continue my meal. Because he was already like a little like hesitant about the the situation. I'm going to kill that bug and just keep it trucking. Like Okay. <laughs> What if that tra- uh, what if that bug had made it to the plate? What would I have done at that point? But it, it, I stopped it right before the plate. I mean, is this why you're trash or why you're a hero? I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes they're just two sides of the same coin. 
I agree. Would he leave a restaurant if he saw a bug? Yes, probably so. Mm -hmm. Even when you're outside? Probably so. Mm -hmm. I, I think so. Yes. We've stopped ordering from places when there was like a bug in the food. Sure. That's that's justifiable, I would say. But I, I, I had that experience fresh in my mind. And I was like, if he sees a bug in the outdoors, I don't know. I don't know. What kind of bug was it? I, I, don't, know. I don't know. It was, you know, dimly lit. It was creepy crawly. I, I was just Ew. over it. You know, <laughs> you know where there was probably bugs? <laughs> I like that. I like that segue for our next or for our first story. First, first story. Look at us just gapping away. I know from the mirror.co.uk recently was Valentine's Day and yes, a husband mistakenly treats wife to Valentine's Day gift of a bunch of spring onions. Hey, <laughs> John Musk mistakenly gave his wife a bunch of spring onions to celebrate Valentine's Day, somehow thinking the vegetable was a beautiful bouquet of flowers. I mean, who hasn't been there? <laughs> Honestly. So he, when celebrating their first Valentine's Day, he got, he gave her a bunch of spring onions after confusing them for flowers. And he has continued their tradition. Oh, and he, and he's been, he's been doing it for years now. By the way, if you don't know what a spring onion is, because I don't know if I've ever heard it called that, this is, it's a scallion. Okay. A green onion. Okay. Green onion. Yeah. And, and Donna, his wife, he honestly didn't know the difference between a spring, uh, like a scallion and, uh, and flowers. Which makes me nervous for John. I'm not going to lie to you. I am a little nervous for him. He said, well, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I guess I'm a little confused. Were the onions sprouting flowers? No, he, he, they hadn't bloomed. So he just thought that they were, you know, Hot, like elastic around them and that they were green sticks and that they would bloom. <laughs> Uh, you know, is this weaponized incompetence or is this just a man that doesn't know what a flower looks like? <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know. But Donna thought it was sweet. And I think that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I like seeing things on TikTok about weaponized incompetence, by the way. It's my favorite thing. Can you give an example? Yeah. If you weaponize incompetence, an example of that would be like, Oh, I never make my husband do the dishes because he, he does such a bad job anyway. And so basically, or, oh, my husband doesn't clean the house because he, he does such a bad job. Or, oh, it's better that my husband doesn't watch our kids because he's, you know, he, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or your husband is, you're, he's weaponizing his incompetence. He's getting an easier life and ha- doesn't have to help as much because he does a bad job. When you should be able to do dishes. You should be able to clean your own house. You should be able to take care of your children okay. and not have to rely on your wife to do it because you did a bad job. So in theory, one could say, which I don't think this is what happened, but why it came to mind is kind of, well, I never asked him to get me nice gifts or anything like that because the one time he bought me flowers, he actually brought home onions. <laughs> yeah my my expectations are low but that's not fair but i think i I have a feeling that's not what happened this this is probably cute yeah well speaking of lowered expectations (laughs) let's get into our next story from cbslocal.com wish it was tahiti 
Marshfield woman wins trip to New Hampshire on The Price is Right. As a resident of Marshfield, Massachusetts, Catherine Graham had been to neighboring New Hampshire plenty of times. Her upcoming trip to the Granite State, however, will be much different. So she flew to California to visit her daughter and she went to a Price is Right taping, got chosen, which is, I mean, fucking nuts. And she won a fire pit and a love seat. And then she won a trip to beautiful New Hampshire. <laughs> so she gets a five nights at the Hotel Concord, daily breakfast and one dinner, along with $80 in additional food spending. So she told Drew Carey, that's a, oh, wait, no, Drew Carey said, oh, that's great. New Hampshire is beautiful. And she said, Drew, I live in Boston. I've been to New Hampshire a million times. And, and the tickets are round trip from Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> she she to, go, to, to LA to fly to New Hampshire. I mean, couldn't she in theory have her daughter who lives in LA use the tickets and then meet her and they could have a trip together in New Hampshire? I don't know how game show prizes and the tax implications and all that shit works, but that's true. Uh, yeah. Cause I guess you'd be paying taxes on a plane ticket if you didn't use it. And I thought you could just say like, no, like you could get the cash value for shit. Oh, I don't know if you can do that anymore. I don't know if you can do just cash value anymore. I always, I wonder that because it's like, there's people who go on the price is right. The price is right. Used to fucking cradle me in the in the deep dark mornings of the pandemic my in the very beginning my pod was just my family and we would watch prices right every fucking morning and mm-hmm. like got good at it but sometimes people just fucking like like i've seen someone win three cars i mean it it is a skill there, there is a, a like a strategy to it you know, if you can get good at guessing home goods, you know what I mean? The price of Lysol or, you yeah. know, it's like you're going to do pretty well. If you're the person who does the grocery shopping, you know, or you like either for yourself or for your family, you might be pretty good at price because like that's how I that's how I attribute my skills at Price Right. Man, we should go. I mean, it's a long day if we don't it. get chosen, but we should we should try it. We should see if we can get up there. Yeah, we should be we tight. definitely try it sometime. Yeah, you'd be nuts. Oh my god, I would I would lose it. You would be unhinged would be so. up there. <laughs> oh, I would I would be like Drew, Drew. <laughs> we gotta eat matching t-shirts. Oh yeah, we we. Oh my god, so we yes. can boast about our podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is what this next person did. Yes, from the BBC.com. Rapping burglar who boasted about Leeds car thief sentenced. A teenage burglar who recorded a boastful rap about his exploits has been given a three-year sentence. Nice one, stupid. Gosh, you don't brag about your crimes. Dylan McEwen, 19, who styles himself as MC McEwen and the B-Town grafter. was involved in the thefts of four cars from his home in Leeds. So he has a rap where he brags about getting paid for brand new cars. And, you know, he's the caption for the rap is that he's driving big whips, which BBC likes to explain is a slang for an expensive car. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you, BBC. Thank you. I creep through your yard getting paid out for your brand new cars, but I can't lie. Graft life is hard. I I see the rhyme. It's better than the last rapper that we covered. Yes, absolutely. But the the um, crypto, the crypto rapper. Yes. I just, you know, what, what he's missing is nuance. Yes. Yes. Nuance. Bring it back. Well, he was sentenced along with four accomplices who cannot be named due to their ages. Oh, boy. That means they were young. (laughs) Man, don't be stealing cars then, like, at all, for sure. But it's sad when it's, like, young kids. Uh, You know that the original Fast and the Furious, like, the thing that kicked this whole shebang off. (laughs) Yeah. Is about hijacking truckers to steal dvd players what like that's the crime ring that they're a part of <laughs> is that they're stealing dvd players <laughs> how else am i gonna watch my sag screeners erica <laughs> i just i mean now if we're in space and like, <laughs> we're doing submarine shit but we started off stealing dvds the pitch must have been so crazy like okay it's a guy it's a group of guys think of the most muscular guys you've ever thought of ever and they're all just stealing dvd players well one's really handsome then the other ones are just huge yeah oh my uh yeah yeah yeah. you know what the original profession was (laughs) Yeah, the world's oldest profession. Yeah, according to Cleveland.com, Hudson Mayer suggests ice fishing could lead to prostitution in ice shanties because we all know ice fishing is the gateway hobby into sex work. Okay, it's, these are baseless claims. He has (laughs) absolutely no evidence to back this up. He's made other baseless claims at school boards meetings in the past at school boards meetings in the past and I, I, it's fucking cold ice fishing is not a uh, like a group sport <laughs> It's not. Am I crazy? It's cold. Don't worry, Erica. It's not like this guy is like someone important. Oh, yeah. I mean, he is just literally the mayor. Fucking crazy. Okay, so he made comments that have been shared online during a Hudson City Council meeting on Tuesday. The council president, Chris Foster, said a number of residents have requested permission to ice fish on Hudson Springs Lake. And it's where it's currently forbidden. And they you know like the people who are against it said what if someone could fall through the ice you know the city would be held liable blah 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 and then the mayor said hey if you open this up to ice fishing while on the surface it sounds good then what happens next year does someone come back and say i want an ice shanty on hudson springs park for x amount of time and then you allow ice fishing with shanties and then that leads to another problem prostitution the f- <laughs> that's a huge leap of logic <laughs> honestly the lip the leap of logic that would have made sense would have been first we say yes to this thing that's illegal like ice fishing what's next prostitution that is also a stretch but makes a little bit more sense but it's weird that he's worried about well then they're gonna build little houses out there 
to invite prostitutes to. Right, right. It, it that just, doesn't make any sense. Council members did not directly address Schubert's comments about <laughs> sex work and prostitution. Uh, they, they were like, um, that's crazy. We're not even going to address it. <laughs> like, I think- how, how crazy you have to be for them to just be like, anyway, Herb's here again. Anyway. Like- anyway. Uh, yeah. You know, when people get this specific, it feels like safe to assume that it's definitely like one of their kinks, you know, <laughs> yeah. like because no one else would go there. It's obviously what this mayor is like into. Right. Is well, I know if I was ice fishing out there, I'd want a little ice fishing house to bring a hook or two. <laughs> yeah. So I better say this out loud. <laughs> yeah, I better uh, better stop this in the stop this in the in the butt. Better stop this right in the butt. <laughs> oh my god. I love this next story. I wish I witnessed it in the wild. <laughs> According to the dailymail.co, a family of five was spotted riding through an airport on five hundred dollars Segway hover shoes uh, and are brutally mocked for their embarrassing and humiliating accessories. Okay, rude, truly. A woman named Jamie saw family making their way through the airport on electric roller skates and took a video of them she then uploaded it to tiktok of course the family was later identified as the petersons an american bluegrass band from branson missouri i mean that's fun her okay so her point of view was are we so lazy that we can't walk around anymore think and then like other people are commenting like thank goodness i won't be here for future generations oh the laziness are you not realizing that like maybe electric roller skates would be kind of fucking sick like i don't think they're doing it because they're lazy yeah do you know how big airports are and so sometimes you have to go real real far and need to go there real real fast you're not fucking filming people who are on the moving sidewalks standing still texting on their phone being like lazy no fuck you also these are big to pack i bet you know like they're like okay family we're not bringing the roller skates and then like all the kids were like please please let us bring the hover shoes he said only way we're bringing the hover shoes is if we wear them at the airport because i'm not checking a fucking bag (laughs) do you ever think that that's what happened yeah we're doing carry on only (laughs) we have we can't afford to check bags because we spent $470 $470 each on these uh, hover shoes. <laughs> I, I love that. So there's a, it's a six member family band, but one of the members was not present or like a part of this. And you know that they're just, just leave me the fuck out of it. I don't want to wear the hover shoes. I don't want to be a part of this. Can I just please not show my face? Like, I don't want to be a part of this. Leave That's me out of the folk so singing fun. band. Or maybe they were like, we're not. I'm not going on this trip. I didn't get hover shoes. And they go, well, you asked for a Nintendo Switch. They go, I didn't know that I was asking for that. In exchange for possible hover shoes, I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just, I I love, you know, passenger shaming. I was a big fan of, you know, I, I enjoy, you know, influencers in the wild and like some of these shaming public accounts, but that's like people that have, 
I don't, I'm not down with this. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't like the person that uploaded it. I don't either. I think there's something like crotchety about it. Anyone who's really like jealous. Okay. You're not admitting it, but you're just jealous. But anyone who's like, yeah, kids these days, Gen Z's out of control. First of all, it's Gen Alpha now who are the, like the young kids. So don't get it twisted. Gen yeah. Z's on their way to becoming old crotchety millennials. Just you wait, but just fucking ease up, grandpa. You know, have some fun. Have some fun. The video has been viewed two million times. I think it's cool. You know what else I think is cool? Mm, what? Sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are we in middle school? <laughs> S E X. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, have you ever seen monkeys do it at the zoo? No, thankfully. I, I get we went to the zoo actually recently we invited you guys and you turned us down we did we it's did okay. We, yeah it's okay. it's okay i'm not i'm not mad about it i did <laughs> just bring it up which was weird of me but i swear Ooh. to god I swear to god we're not mad about it <laughs> anyways <laughs> at the zoo and like it feels like it, like animals are gonna like maybe start having sex. Like there was a giraffe, like a male one with a boner, following down, following a female one around. And I just get, I was like, no, let don't do this in front of me. Don't do this. I paid money to be here. I want to see a show. You're crazy. Well, according to UPI.com, a British zoo hires Marvin Gaye impersonator to get monkeys in the mood. This British zoo is taking such a big stance on this whole Spotify thing with Joe Rogan. Like, they're like, no, we won't play Marvin Gaye on Spotify. Not until they take down Joe Rogan. We're going to just hire a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they put him inside the enclosure. That's so crazy. And like, that feels dangerous. So his whole, I think we all know Marvin Gaye, of course, the guy who sings Let's Get It On and Sexual Healing. They're trying to get these monkeys, these uh, Barbary macaws to reproduce because they're endangered. Yeah. So they were thinking of creative ways to encourage our females to show a little affection to the males that might not have been so lucky in love, said park director Matt Lovett. Is there science behind this? Because I don't, there's no science in this article, but it's been proved. Like there's no like fun fact, macaws actually love music. <laughs> this, is, this is like taking a pretty big swig. No, this is, no. <laughs> uh, females in season mate with several males. So paternity among the furry residents is never known. Each birth is vital to the species in the Barbary macaws and there's no science to dictate that yeah this helps they're just they're just giving facts like yo these these monkeys gotta fuck or they gonna die so you just got the guy like when I get the feeling and then like the like horny like male monkeys are like come on girl like look at he's singing for us and then the girl monkey who's like not interested like I just want to dance I just want to dance. I just want to dance with my girlfriends. Yeah, All their like, purses are in the center of their circle. <laughs> like when I get this feeling, I want <laughs> sexual feelings. That's fun. Uh, can I buy you a drink? 
There's literally free water right over there. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. That guy just <laughs> bought us drinks. <laughs> if you buy me a drink, you're going to have to buy one for all of our, all of my friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The uh, way that that shit fucking used to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I remember being in my 20s. And, me too. Oh, oh, what a... No. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back, but I wouldn't I almost said I almost said what I wouldn't give, but then no. I was like, no, no, no. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't even know how to do that now. Like I dead ass would not know how to get a free drink. <laughs> I I would feel like I've pressured to like talk. That's the Wild West. I used to be good at it, but I, I couldn't do it now. No way. It's like, uh, what's what's your mortgage like? Um I either. Uh, either. <laughs> does your back hurt all the time? Me too. Like, yeah. Don't let my sagging boobies <laughs> fool you. I'm quite a good time. <laughs> but I was hoping to maybe come to your, me and my friends here could come and sit at your table and enjoy your bottle service. <laughs> no? All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know who's not having a good time right now? Oh, yeah. Like thousands of people. <laughs> and particularly one Catholic priest walks into a bar. <laughs> according to according to abc.net, a US Catholic priest resigns after performing thousands of invalid baptisms over 20 years. So one Catholic priest's use of the word we instead of I during both English and Spanish language baptism ceremonies during his two decades in the ministry has left thousands of baptisms invalid in multiple parishes in two countries. What? Evidently, the Catholic Church, not down with improv. (laughs) Like you can't just put some flavor on it you can't just make your own shit up along as you go so, uh, no shit like i mean yeah like learn the script what the fuck so okay so he would say we baptize you in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit but he was supposed to be saying i baptize you yes so father andres arango uh worked as a, a priest in brazil and in san diego and in arizona and has baptized 20,000 people <laughs> incorrectly. <laughs> so, so according to the Catholic Church, there are 20,000 souls <laughs> just floating around <laughs> because he said we. So Bishop Olmsted said in a statement, okay, so he said the issue with using we is that it is not the community that baptizes a person. Rather, it is Christ and him alone who presides at all of the sacraments. And so it is Christ Jesus who baptizes. I do not believe that he had any intention to harm the faithful or deprive them of the grace of baptism in the sacraments. And I'm sincerely sorry on behalf of the local church that this error has resulted in a disruption to the sacramental lives of the number of faithful. Hey, do they know what the other priests do? This is this is the line in the sand that this is the, the hill you want to die on. Are you, Just fucking pull him aside and go, hey, 
like in the pull them aside in the way that you pulled everybody aside that was doing way worse shit and go hey you need to change that to i okay i'm gonna let this go you're gonna do some fucking hail marys or you know whatever <laughs> is that football or is that catholic the, i don't know our our father's hail marys yeah all that yeah do a couple of those and this stays between us they allegedly do a bad other bad things that are bigger and bigger problem at your annual performance review we're gonna knock you a couple of points down because of this misunderstanding he says with the help of the holy spirit and in communion I will dedicate my energy full and full-time ministry to help remedy and heal those affected. This is like worse than having an STD and having to call someone. It's like, you're getting a call from a priest being, hi, you don't remember me because you were a baby, but I'm going to need you to come back. (laughs) Your soul, not in the clear. It's, uh, it's bad. It's literally bad. (laughs) Uh, Hey guys. Um, I know that, uh, you're, you know, husband, I put that in quotes now, got <laughs> baptized in order to marry you in this Catholic church you wanted, but you, you got to come back. And also we probably got to do the wedding again because <laughs> he's not Catholic. I don't, I don't know, man. Stupid. And th- and there's probably people that have passed like their souls up in, up in the air. Hey, Oof. Sorry for your loss. Just got to let you know, he did probably go to hell because I did say we instead of I. It's a whole thing. Sorry. I just pictured him writing like handwritten notes. (laughs) Like like with a quill, like an old timey priest. (laughs) My condolences. My condolences. this This is the kind of shit where, hey, just don't tell nobody. But we got to fix it moving forward. Yeah, man. Like, this is, this isn't news. This is trash. Great trash. We got a story coming from your favorite website. Hey, it's consequence.net. Coachella drops all COVID-19 precautions. Coachella just said, fuck it. (laughs) You know, here's the thing. Coachella's outside. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And doesn't seem like, you know, the most, like, vaccinated crowd. So, <laughs> I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, I, I, this doesn't bug me too much, you know? Well, they're not going to require proof of vaccination, a negative COVID test, or mask, or any other COVID precautions for the 2022 events. The CDC has repeatedly held that outdoor events are safer than events placing... Uh, taking place indoors, but that doesn't mean that the transmission at the festival will be zero, especially if there's no barriers in place to prevent infected people from attending. The Coachella website acknowledges COVID-19 is an extremely contagious disease that can lead to severe illness and death, but we got to make that money, honey. But honey, honey, ye is threatening to pull out. We have to make that money. (laughs) You know... That wouldn't be the worst thing if he pulled out, would it? I think he needs to get his house in order. Yeah. And by that, I mean his mental health needs to be under order. And I think he needs to get, button it up and get his house in order. And lock maybe it up. Yeah. Lock it up. Stop 
stop being in public for a little bit and and heal. There needs to be some healing. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. If I was like, if I was really, really, really nervous about COVID, I wouldn't go to Coachella even if they did have shit in place. So I I have no issue with this. I, I'm not I'm not going to Coachella. You're not gonna catch me there. Like no. I'm not gonna be in, in pasties and chaps out in the Coachella Valley, but I I just I don't know. I I just see this going poorly. Yeah, I mean <laughs> here's the thing though, like events are going to happen either way it's look at sturges they didn't give a fuck no they did not no they did not and all those painted boobs and big yucky like biker guys like everyone got covid all over the country because of sturges so we're risking that i guess (laughs) with coachella but uh, it's just i'm tired you know i'm just fucking tired I, I mean, I just, it makes me want to take my clothes off. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. I want to like take my clothes off and get drunk and get in a fight with literally anybody, but puke and then just puke. Yeah. I, that, that reminds me of our, our next story from, Uh WDWENT.com. Drunk guests take off clothes and brawl at Disney Springs, slip on vomit into bushes during fight. <laughs> There's an ongoing series of recent fights at Walt Disney World, which is hilarious, but it is in Florida. But two sisters from New Jersey got into a drunken, naked fight. <laughs> it took <laughs> two women, ages 29 and 31, were vacationing with their family in Orlando. That night, the sisters ate at a steakhouse and were 30 minutes late to the reservation, which the article did not have to publish, but I liked that they just <laughs> threw in that bar, like, and the bitches were late. They also got drinks at an Irish restaurant. Then when they went back to their hotel off Disney property, their phone died. So Disney security helped them call an Uber. The Uber driver didn't take them because they were too drunk. And so then they argued while waiting for a taxi and their night unraveled. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mom and slapped her. The younger sister threatened to punch her in return. What is it? Why are you bringing up what kind of mom she is right now? What does it have to do with getting a taxi? <laughs> Bitch, you a bad mom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For yelling. <laughs> I just hear it. I just hear the inflection. <laughs> so the uh, cops got called and the younger sister was screaming and crying when they arrived near Cirque du Soleil. She was only in her underwear and sandals, which, you know... <laughs> You don't want to be found outside of Cirque du Soleil in only your underwear and sandals. That actually sounds like like one of the French clowns that would be a part of it. That sounds like part of Cirque du Soleil. I'm confused on how the clothes got off, but I think that it just like they started pulling each other's hair and then we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. But deputies assisted her by putting her in a blue jean jacket since she was not wearing any clothing and i like to think that the sheriffs just have jean jackets just for this type of circumstance like oh naked sister fight 
Throw her in one of the jean jackets from yeah, the trunk. <laughs> put her in one of the jean jackets. So one was on the bench. The other one was standing over her. They slapped each other in the face, punching, slapping. The security manager pulled them apart. And then once they were separated, then they both just charged at each other, I guess. And then one, the younger one fell in vomit and mm. fell into the bushes. And then the other one ran a few weeks away feet away and took off her dress mm-hmm. and then they started punching each other. like this was like a big moment this was not about the thing this was a deeper hurt like you know this wasn't about the immediate thing this was about something that happened when they were 14 that has been festering also like they didn't get in trouble <laughs> i'm gonna go out on a limb and assume that they were white women probably yeah because like nobody pressed charges they were like all right get out of here yeah (laughs) the guests won't be named since they aren't facing criminal charges so we had we had your favorite website now we kind of now we get your favorite reddit thread i know it's it's like a erica buffet i love it i'm just overflowing (laughs) uh from newsweek.com the internet defends a woman who openly said co-workers twins names were idiotic. <laughs> uh, so this is from the am I the asshole forum. Um, and uh, she said a co-worker of mine recently had twin boys after a long battle with infertility. And she named the boys Sean. That's right. She named them each Sean spelling one S E A N. And the other S E E N, which S E E N is seen. That's seen. The In other no- way to spell Sean is S H A W N. Yes, that that is that's seen. Like you're the the kid is going to get called seen. So you have a Sean and you have a seen. Oh Does boy! Does she know that she had two babies? And maybe that's the problem. Oh no, she knows she had the two babies. She wanted them to have the same name. So without thinking, this woman said, that is the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. It's going to be so confusing. <laughs> Which like sometimes at work, you just have to keep it in. <laughs> Not like all the time. <laughs> you have to hide it. You have to hide it. <laughs> so a bunch of people laughed and a bunch of people immediately looked away. After she left, she got a few text messages saying it's not her place to comment on people's choices of names like she probably knows that you know everyone of course it's not her place but like especially like it's like it's too late now this she's got sean and scene have their <laughs> baby or they have their birth certificates it's over it's done yeah i i mean these kids are gonna get picked on what if the dad's name is sean also <laughs> oh my jesus christ like don't wish that evil into the world. Don't speak it. <laughs> Did you know that uh, the rates of twin, the more twins are being born than ever before? Yes, because of the rise in uh, in IVF and artificial insemination. That plus, I guess your odds of having twins is is higher the older that you get. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so because people are waiting, you know, a long time to have kids now because, you know, we're all waiting to get money and the money's not coming and we're like, okay, well, fuck it. Let's just do it anyways. Um, 
yeah, I, there's a lot of people having twins. But yes, IB, IVF is definitely the the most likely thing. I think it. I don't know if it's this high, but it might be this high. Because I was just talking to a, a few friends who were considering this. And it's like 25% chance. Of for, twins? Yeah, with IVF. Wow. Yeah. And then there's... like 5% for triplets which is very fucking high for triplets. That's, yeah. Ooh. Wow. Not to totally bring down their mood, but like what, since we're talking about it, like there's this thing called like missing twin syndrome or something where like if like the twin dies in the womb or something, like the other like twin is just never okay. Yes. I've read about this. It is dark. Like you you feel an absence. Like it's it's a mental uh, connection that you have that is and a physical connection it's really. fucking crazy anyways sean and scene sean and scene not the asshole i say because these kids are going to have a massive identity issue like they need to be able to form identities outside of being a twin yeah i mean they'll probably work it out themselves to be honest oh one of them's gonna change their name yeah and both of them are gonna be mad at the mom yes yeah that is uh how you breed resentment (laughs) speaking of resentment are you ready oh i'm ready it's time for the dumpster fire of the week oh my god it's time to discuss from yahoonews.com our favorite pal a true evil villain <laughs> in uh-huh. the making everyone's favorite billionaire elon musk he is mad at the fun police for making tesla disable the feature that lets drivers blast fart noises and music from outside their car speakers so this is tesla's 11th recall in under four months I didn't know that they had a boombox feature on Tesla, but yeah, you can replace the normal horn honk with anything you wanted, apparently. And so people were using that, understandably, to, you know, use a song clip or a fart or like a goat scream or something. (laughs) And... And basically, uh, the U.S. safety laws say, no, no, no. And so it's going to recall almost 600,000 vehicles. What's crazy is that most of the recalls on Tesla's can be done over like an update on the car software. Like they don't even have to bring their car in. Oh, that's that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. But they had like this whole like feature hasn't been linked to any car crashes or anything like that. So I think he's not maybe he's not wrong about like it's just the fun police. Uh, God damn it. (laughs) Are we siding with Elon? I don't want to. But like if there's no if it's not causing accidents to have your car fart instead of honk. I mean, if anything, like a loud fart like that will get my attention probably better than a fart, like a horn. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we've 
become groomed and are accustomed to honking. <laughs> like that's a that's universal fair. sound. If I hear like a loud fart sound out the wall, I'm going to be like, what the hell is that? I'm not going to think, oh, a car's about to hit me. I'm going to be like, the hell is somebody farting? And, you know, I, I'm not going to, you know, like, I haven't been groomed since birth to, to recognize that sound. You're right. You're right. It, it Consistency is important. So the Tesla argued that the boombox could enhance the conspicuity of the vehicle to pedestrians. In other words, loud farts could be more noticeable than the car's default warning noises. (laughs) I guess like if you did hear a loud fart, you'd probably turn around rather than look at the road. I think you're right. Yeah, I'd be like, what the hell? Uh, I'm not going to be like... Look at the road, you know, uh, but yeah, like uh, the feature has not been linked to any crashes. So, uh, uh, but I, I feel like we have to police future crime. What if you got hit by a car and then you wake up in the hospital and they go, what do you remember? And you go, I just remember like a loud fart <laughs> coming at me. And They're going to call I'm here. <laughs> They're going to call Tesla's Erico's big old cars. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Because I'm going to own Elon Musk's ass. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Uh, hey, Erica. Yes. What are you hoarding? Oh, well, thank you for asking. This week, I would like to hoard Smashburgers. Just such general concept. Okay, 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 okay. Like a hamburger patty? Fine. Get you a thinly smashed burger that is crispy on the ends and cooked divinely all the way throughout and then make it a double. Mm-hmm. Who's eating a single smash burger? Make it a double. Yeah. But just cook it. All the way through, and it is a mama mama. But I love a smash burger. Where do you? Where's your favorite place to get them? I honestly, Mr. Winston Carter makes a, a fantastic smash burger. But since that is not widely available to the public, I've talked about it before. But Amboy, yes, Amboy is my favorite smash burger in LA. Okay. Highly recommend. Yeah. So. That's what I'm hoarding is just a smash burger. Crispy. Uh, just. Mm, mm, mm. Um, may I also recommend uh, Gold Burger in Highland Park or Burgers Never Say Die in Silver Lake? Yes. Bur- Burgers Never Say Die is pretty great, too. Yeah. Um, uh, smash burgers are good. I'm not a fucking monster. I'm not going to say that they're not great, but it's like it hasn't gotten to me the way that it's gotten to other people and I and I envy you for that. Like I, I kind of want to like have Winston make me a smash burger. Oh, he made him last night and um it was yeah. just divine. Yeah. What what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding a show on Hulu. Maybe it's on FX too. I don't know. But it's on Hulu. That's how I'm fucking watching it. Uh Pam and Tommy. Okay. How is it? I think it's fucking good, man. 
It's uh, this. It's a story of um, Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee, their marriage and the sex tape that came out. And it's like, I think it's good. Like, you know, it's, it's very, it's crazy. You see these things. It's like, takes place in like 90, 1995 ish. Um, which hilariously, like so many of like the exterior shots are like in the Valley. Like that I drive by like every day. So I'm like, well, yeah, the Valley yeah. stuck in 1995, the architecture, but you're watching these people because their sex tape was sold and distributed on the internet but this is like the really early days of the internet. So it's just, it almost feels like camp, but it's not camp when people are like, a website? What uh-huh. are you talking about? Oh yeah, like that was 1995. That was brand fucking new. Like no one did understand the internet. Like how do you sell something on the internet? Or like, how much does it cost? The internet's free. It's free. It's it's pretty good. That's just one element to it. You also like, I don't know. You I I'm you. They do a good job building out like everyone's story and like kind of, you know, you could see certain people as villains, but they give you a nice like 360 view on them, and then they're not a villain to you anymore, or vice versa. You seem like they seem like a hero, but then they kind of become a villain. And I didn't know all this shit about like the. I don't know. It's just fucking good. I'm just really okay. enjoying it. It's funny, but not that funny. Like the cast who like Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman are in it, but it's not funny, but it's well acted. And it's like, it's like light, but then it's heavy. I don't know. I'm digging it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I can't wait to check it out. Do it. Do it. What are you throwing away? We have to, we're, we're expected and we have to shower every day. I find it absurd. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a, every other in the pandemic, it's been every three days. I'm gross. The pandemic has made me gross. Like I don't go anywhere. If I'm not working out, like I don't shower every day. Like I just, it seems like I'm wasting water. <laughs> I don't smell bad. Like I just, this expectation that we got to shower every day feels absurd <laughs> you sound like those celebrities that we covered who talk about how they don't shower and they don't shower their kids now now they're like talking about like days and days on end i feel like i'm i'm just kind of like maybe every other day it's just like they don't shower till they see dirt like i'm like that's disgusting but it's like, I'm not leaving like a, like a, like a peasant, like a feudal Lord's peasant kind of life. Like I am showering and bathing myself. I just, I, this expectation that has to be every day feels like a lot. It definitely is tedious, especially like, you know, as a woman, like with like hair and stuff, it's just, oh, what do you got to do with it? I'm absolutely not going to get my hair wet every fucking day. Like, no, no, I'm down to one wash a week. I wash it on Sundays unless right. I'm going somewhere and have to do things. If I'm just home pandemic style, it, it's dry shampoo city. Totally. I finally yeah. learned how to use dry shampoo correctly. And it's been a pretty big game changer. I don't, I just would like spray it and then like kind of work it into my hair. But I learned from Krista, AKA at Krista Camille hair uh, if you're in Sacramento or you're in LA, you should go get your hair done by her. 
But I learned from her that you're just supposed to like spray that shit on and let it like bake kind of for like five minutes. Like, so, you know, like make it look like you've got just like white hair, white Uh and let it bake five minutes. And then you can kind of with your fingers, try to shake it off and, or, or with a hair, with a blow dryer, like blow it off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. How are you using it? Uh, I, you know, lift the roots and I like bake it in and then I kind of brush it out a little bit in, I don't know, maybe I'm not using it right. I bet you're, I mean, if you can go a whole week, you're using it right. What the fuck is that stuff? Like what's in it? Oh, I don't like propane. It's, it's scary. Like (laughs) I don't get how it works. I don't either. (laughs) What it does. I don't want to know. Nobody tell me. Like I don't want to know. What if it's just like a bunch of little white bugs that like eat oil? Nah, I'm fine with it. That's yum, yum, fine yum, yum, by yum. me. <laughs> fine by me. What are you throwing away? I, uh, this is pretty niche, but it's going to mean something to someone. We have a, a Mazda and the fucking turning radius on this thing just sucks. Mm. I'm throwing out the turning radius, turning your radii's of mazdas everywhere it just do better you know yeah like we're we're in a modern day and age and i'm in a big city and i don't have time to need to make a two-point turn on something that for any other car would just be a Mm u-turn or like pulling into a parking spot needing it to be a two-point thing or a three-point thing like i look like i can't drive a fucking car but like I can, I'm good at it, ish. Uh, but you know, I don't know. The turning radius thing on the sucks. It just is embarrassing to drive. I I get you. I, I miss my bug because mm-hmm. uh, it could just whip around. I I just whip 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 like I could just get around like crazy and and turn. It had an amazing turning radius. I miss your bug too. But that was an older, that was like, I feel, I'm probably remembering it wrong, but like there was, I feel like when I wrote in it like once, there was like, there was components that were missing. <laughs> like, like uh, the air conditioning had stopped working at some point. So it was like a windows down situation. Yeah, like the and- windows were down. It kind of felt like I was in like a rally car almost. Like... <laughs> stripped of anything that would slow it down yeah i i was gonna drive that car into the ground and i literally did you really did (laughs) well the whole thing of like oh you drive it till the wheels fall off and you yes that's that's how i that's how i run i like it (laughs) where can the people find you at cast cardenas on instagram and twitter but you know what fuck that just find me at trashy trashy podcast Ooh, okay. How would they do that? Go to at Trashy Trashy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Ooh, all right. And you can find us on our website at trashytrashypodcast.com or you can email us at trashytrashypodcast at gmail.com. What if they're just looking for you? Where do they find you? Well, you can find me at, at iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Gilligal on the Twitter. And as always to help other people find the podcast you can leave us a review on itunes or on spotify or the podcast 
platform that you are listening to this podcast on. It helps us grow. It helps other people discover the podcast and we appreciate it so very much. Yes. We don't have a, we won't have a show next week. Oh yeah. Yes. Due to uh, travel constraints, we will not have a show next week. Two ships passing in the night. I'm going to Mexico. I get back. The next day, Erica leaves to Europe. We, we will just be out of town. We will not have a show next week, but we will be back in March kicking butt and you can expect to hear us then. Yes. So just go ahead and re-listen to this one. Yeah. Just start at the beginning. (laughs) Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye.